Museum from Squared Circle History, and I'm here to ask you to choose your four. It's Pro Wrestling Rushmore, and today, Mount Rushmore gets extreme because it is the Mount Rushmore of ECW. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Brian. What's up, guys? Brian, what shirt are you wearing today? Today, I am wearing the Arn Anderson Spinebuster Ale. It's got the Heineken logo on it. I got it from a barbershop window when they were still around, and they went out of business not too long ago, I guess. They got absorbed. Who did they get absorbed by? Uh, well, I think it's One Hour Tees, but they're an affiliate... Uh, well, Pro Wrestling Tees is an affiliate of One Hour Tees. Gotcha. I don't, I don't think this shirt's around anymore. Um, it's a classic. I love it. I love On Anderson. Of course, but <laughs> you know the one question I got to ask you though What's is, that? is that shirt soft style? I don't know. Feel it. Feel That's it. not That's soft style. You cheap. You didn't spring. For I this Come one on. first of all. Comfort. I didn't, I didn't even really know about soft style until you started uh, bragging about it. Uh huh. So when I got this T-shirt. Uh, maybe two or three years ago, I had no idea soft style was a thing yet. Oh, it is certainly a thing. Well, obviously. It is also a lifestyle. Today, I am wearing my... It is, uh... It, it's a shirt released by WrestleBuds. It's the Born to be Wired... It depicts the Born to be Wired match in ECW, Terry Funk, Sabu. Um, spoiler, that's... That's my favorite ECW match. Um... But it's a great design by... That's your Ad favorite ECW That's match. That's my favorite ECW match, that barbed wire match. You do realize there's a Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis match. I know. That was uh, I know. pretty damn good. It's great, but I mean, it's got Terry Funk. Oh, I absolutely think the world of... <laughs> and Sabu, and really... That's my Sabu impression. Um, but, uh... No, I, I like this shirt... Uh, Avin, the creator, I don't know if I mentioned that, but he's the designer of the shirt in WrestleBuds. Uh, they have a great show going on themselves over there. Uh, also joining us today and reading the list for us is the lovely, the talented Sarah. Hey, all. There she is. Sarah, what wrestling shirt are you wearing today? I happen to be wearing a John Moxley unscripted violence shirt. Yeah, yeah, I believe that was in the Pro Wrestling Tees Mystery Crate couple months back. Indeed it was. Is, yeah. it, is it soft style? Actually, Brian, yes it is. Oh, oh, so, oh, oh, so, oh, so Pro Wrestling, pro wrestling Crate? Yeah. So they're putting soft style shirts into their crates. It's a hell they're not deal. skipping out on people. Huh? No. Let's see. Absolutely. It's an elite group, Brian. So cheapos like me would, uh, would, would love it. Hey, you said it, not me. Well, obviously. Well, with all that said, let's break ground on the construction of the Mount Rushmore of ECW. Sarah, who do we have first? First up, we have Pat R. from Fall River. On his list, he's got Rob Van Dam, Tommy Dreamer, Taz, and the franchise Shane Douglas. Alright, we've got some heavy hitters right out the gate here from Pat R. Uh, always our, our first person to submit a list every time. And also the eyes that are staring at us from across the room. Yeah, we tell them. We have a uh, live studio audience. Here I was going to say, but yes, this is <laughs> kind of the first time we have a live studio audience. We're, we're testing the waters to see if this would be a good traveling show or something like that. We'll have to get some sideshow freaks. But anyway, so Rob Van Dam, right off the bat, the whole effing show. RVD, the longest reigning ECW television champion. How can you argue RVD being on the Mount Rushmore of ECW, Brian? You can't really argue it. I mean, RVD... When he came out to that Pantera, hanging out his shoulders, Fonzie blowing the whistle, yep. sometimes Sabu and Tail. Yeah, daddy. The TV champion. Yep. Was he ever a world champion? Well, in the old ECW. In not the old in, ECW, no. He wasn't. No, but they were building up to it. So, well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were, but they had ample opportunity to get it to him. And they, just, they did. He never, he never got yeah. it. So Things happen. But, I mean, man, how can you argue RVD, huh? I'm trying. No, it, uh, and it, he it's wasn't. Really he hard. wasn't their world champion. He wasn't. You know, so that's. I guess that's my argument. Yeah. Okay. Well, then next we have the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, the guy who literally gave blood, sweat, and tears for the company in every single way possible. Oh, come on, Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> yeah, you can't argue that either. Nope. That, and that's what makes this list so hard. That pompadour is making the Mount Rushmore. Um, man, you know. 
It's making me think. Do I want to change one guy I have on my Mount Rushmore? Well, and I have, you know, I have one guy in mind that a lot of people aren't going to agree with. Nobody put him. You know who it is. I, I told you that earlier. I know right? who it is. Right, oh, so yeah, you know spoiler. Yeah, I know. And no one put him. But you know what? God damn, I think he deserves to be there. And I'm going to tell you why later. Um, Tommy Dreamer, I'm supposed to make an argument for him. I can't make an argument for yeah. him. Like yeah. you said, blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, the guy gave everything to ECW. He stuck around for the long haul. He was there till the end. Was yeah, he was, yeah, right? was there to the end. Um, and he was booking at the end. Yeah, man, um, that's a tough one. He did it all. He's not I on mine, but I can't really make an argument for why he's not on mine. You're like sucking dog. Oh, sorry. Hey, next we have the human suplex machine, Taz. Uh, another guy that they really built that first pay-per-view around, uh, that confrontation with Sabu. Hey, and Taz even created his own title. He didn't get the world title, he created his own title, the FTW <laughs> title. But then he won the world title, so he's like the uber champion of ECW. Right, you know, he, uh, Taz, another great one. Um, spoiler alert, he is on mine. Oh, I don't like that he made an FTW belt, I don't like that at all. Um, but he was a world champion, he was there at the beginning as a Tasmaniac, um, which gimmick was eh, at best. But yeah. I think when he turned to Taz and he had Fonzie with him, and then Team Taz, that was that was good stuff. He he fought Paul Valens, the polar bear, and that the set, polar bear that shoot that quote unquote shoot fight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's, uh, we should ask Mr. He, High about he that. He was having some missy days. <laughs> uh, then we have the franchise Shane Douglas. I mean that that's the guy that started it all, won the NWA title, and threw it down in front of the president of the NWA, Dennis Caraluzzo christening ECW as extreme and then from there really being the franchise uh, living up to that gimmick uh, I mean he, he had the triple threat by his side Francine by his side Shane Douglas can you argue that one I cannot argue that one what's his name it's the it's the franchise Shane franchise. Douglas that he was the franchise for a long time and then with the triple like you said the triple threat Bam Bam Candido Francine man Shane Douglas had it all. He was on top of the world. He ran that organization. And, uh, yeah, he started it all. I mean, when he threw that NWA title on the ground, are you kidding me? It was That speech? Huge. Goosebumps, man. Goosebumps. Huge. So, yeah, I can't really argue Shane Douglas. No, we'll see if he's in there at the end, though. All right. Now. Next up, we have Mikey from the Streets, who has on his list RVD, the Dudley Boys, and Paul Heyman. Okay, so this is this is good here. And the Dudley Boys are going to be kind of controversial on this list because some people use them as two spots while other people use them as one spot. I mean, I'm certainly not arguing the Dudley Boys on the Rushmore. Having technically five people on, on your list, I don't know, maybe... The, the people that are carving the Mount Rushmore can do like a half half Bubba and half Devon on one face. Who knows? That's the beauty of all this. You can do whatever the hell you want. I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that, though. You don't like it? I, well, I mean, this It's, it's kind of cheating. You could have a Mount Rushmore of tag teams, right? Yeah, even it's though cool. Even though ECW didn't really have that many tag teams. Oh, they were memorable. Well, I mean, the Eliminators, the Gangsters. The Gangsters. Okay. The... The, the Pitbulls, Dudleys. Yeah, and even, like, Raven and Stevie. Bad Breed, but, like... Yeah. You don't put the Bad Breed on your Mount Rushmore, so you can narrow it down right from there. I mean, well, the top ones are probably the Gangsters, the Eliminators, the Dudleys, and... Think about RVD and Sapu, the Impact. Like, hey, that's a list for another day. Let's yeah, have, that's right. a list for another day. I get it. But um, I just, I'm, what I'm saying is I don't, I don't like that a tag team is up there. Okay. Comprised of five guys. I mean, it's got to be... Just you had five guys recently, didn't you? Just a single. I had five guys today. Today, nice, <laughs> nice. I just, I just had to get that. I'm not like that. Like I had the restaurant five guys. Well, I, I don't ask what you're into, man. Um, so we got Paul Heyman. What do you think of Paul Heyman? I mean, the man that was pulling the strings there. Paul Heyman, uh, uh damn it. Excuse me, sir. Well, here's the thing. I put Vince McMahon in my last Mount Rushmore because he's Vince McMahon. He made, he made the company. Did Paul Heyman make this company? Hell yeah, I think he did. I mean, he was the backbone of the company. He was, he was the company. Like he, that speech he gave that barely legal to those guys to hype them up. I'd run through a wall for him. Oh, absolutely, twice if possible. Um, but he's not on mine. He's not on yours. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable. Well, while we have a second here, when and where did you first learn about ECW? I learned. And how? Well, my buddy, uh, my buddy Louie in high school, he, we were 
you know, we love wrestling. And he would say, hey, man, there's, you know, if you put on such and such a channel at 1 o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning, you can catch ECW out of New York. And I think it was Univision. Univision. It was Univision. Well, it, was, it? it was a Spanish channel out of Boston, I believe. It was Boston? I thought it was yeah. New York. Well, th- well, that'd be strong, strong rabbit ears, huh? So yeah, maybe well, that's right. the problem. That's, that's why we had such a hard time getting it. And that's actually another question I was going to ask you, but we might as well talk about it now, is how we went to great lengths to see this wrestling show. I mean, we it wasn't on cable. Uh, it was kind of hit or miss sometimes, too, because they would change time slots. So you, you wouldn't really know when it was on. You had to keep track of it. You had to buy a TV guide and keep a close eye to it. Oh, how, yeah, but the TV guide around here wouldn't even have it because... Those things were scrambled, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was snowy, it was grainy. I used to put, I used to tape those episodes, and I used to rewatch them, and it was snowy and grainy, and it was oh, awful, yeah. and the tracking on the tape sucked. Yeah, me too. My mom told me that I would go cross-eyed if I watched yes. it because it was so bad. <laughs> My mom told me the same thing, actually. But you know what? Those are great times, because what else was I doing? I was a high school kid. I won them all on a Saturday. You know what I mean? And that, that was the beauty was of it, too. It was almost like it was almost like Christmas Eve waiting for Christmas the next day. Like, you yep. were pumped. You were staying up late to watch this. Oh, yeah. I know. I watched I watched Saturday Night Live, and then, I want to say, the Howard Stern show, and, and then, like, the WAAF, like, rock radio show that they had, and then ECW came on. Yep. And sometimes I would stay awake for it. Sometimes I would fall asleep. I'd always press record, though, just in case I got a little sleepy or Mr. Sandman made a visit. But, um, I mean, for me, I learned about ECW from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, just seeing the ads in the magazines, uh, just seeing Tommy Dreamer bloody handcuffed to a rope was uh, chilling just as it was captivating. And I think that's where he learned about it, too. Like, it was, uh, he subscribed to the Torch, and they'd be talking about ECW, and he's like, you know, where can I find this? He did the research, actually, and he told me about it, and yeah, man. I mean, jeez, ECW was awesome. It, it really was. It was. It was something different, and it was. It was something perfect for the time. Uh, I believe. I mean, Jerry Springer was was starting to come on the rise. Uh, Marilyn Manson was also on the rise. I feel like Marilyn Manson and Jerry Springer kind of changed the culture, and uh, ECW kind of picked up. Well, and Howard Stern too. But then that, that's Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman always, always knows what's hot. Always knows what's hip. Uh, that was the start of. Attitude Era. It really was. That was it. The guy was a genius. Okay, and it wasn't just Paul Heyman. It was like you said, Howard Stern, also. Yeah. And Jerry Springer, like all of that combined, just made the that Attitude Era. Absolutely, absolutely. Sarah, who do we have next? Our next submission comes from Adam in Jacksonville. On his list, he has RVD, Tommy Dreamer, Raven, and unlike Mikey from the Streets, who whose inclusion of the Dudley Boys actually made four, he includes the Dudleys as well. Okay, well, I know Adam, he's a good dude, so eh, I'm going to let it slide. But, I mean, the one name that I'm very happy to see now, though, is Raven. I feel like Raven was a very, very big part of the the storytelling aspect of ECW. If uh, if he's the Robert De Niro, then Paul Heyman's the Martin Scorsese. Unfortunately, Raven didn't make the cut for my Mount Rushmore, but he is so important to ECW. Very important to ECW. And that, he was involved in the, the greatest story. The greatest story feud with, the with Tommy Man, Dreamer and, and with the Sandman. Sandman. The kid not Stealing his kids, stealing yes. his wife. It was it was real. It was it was it was reality based wrestling. It was and those are probably the best some of the best storylines in ECW. Oh, I'd say so. And when we eventually do the Mount Rushmore feuds, whether it's ECW feuds or wrestling feuds in general, Tommy Dreamer and Raven. It's online. Yeah, man. It, yeah, I mean, it went on for <laughs> so many years, you know? And that's what Snake's like. How can you not put both of those guys on there? They had the greatest feud, yep. possibly in the history of wrestling. I mean, some would argue that, I think. Yeah. Uh, Hogan and Macho Man. Um, we'll get to that one I know, No, I know. Someday I'm just we'll you know, I'm trying to, to justify my explanation. Um, but, yeah, I mean, not, not both of those guys are on mine. Okay. Fair enough. Sarah, who's next? Jeffy from the Riv, he votes for RVD, the Sandman, Sabu, and the king of old school, Steve Carino. Ah, alright, so, first of all, Sabu, finally a mention for Sabu, the human highlight reel. I mean, if if ECW was a freak show, then I'd say Sabu was their, their star attraction, because the guy was wild, he was a maniac, he was scarred up from all the barbed wire matches in Japan, and eventually ECW. Homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, putting th- people through tables, putting himself through tables, diving in the crowd. Brian, what do you think? 
You say human highlight reel, I say human botch reel. Oh, he no! He botched so many spots. I mean, how many times am I going to try to with the triple... Triple jump moonsault? Mo jump moonsault. Mm -hmm. I mean, triple jump, it was more like a five jump. <laughs> he, how many times would he try it before he got it right? And then how many times would he get it right? That's what it is, he tried. Yeah, he tried. It was innovative, <laughs> though. How many people ran off a chair after No, and, that? And, and I mean, I could see people... Think about Sabu, you know, when I talk about ECW. How can you not? I think about Sabu when I think about ECW, mm. but he's not on my my Rushmore. I mean, he's just wasn't there for talent okay. for me. Okay, and then we have the King of Old School, Steve Carino. Nice to see him on here. I mean, you know, when you think about when you think about the history of ECW, and you think about what he managed to accomplish in such a short amount of time to start as a manager. And then become the world champion in roughly a year, a little over a year. Kind of says a lot for him. And think about when he confronted Fred Durst at the Limp Biscuit concert, complaining about the noise volume. <laughs> <laughs> no, I that was it. that was a cool moment. I get it, man. But I mean, he wasn't there from the beginning. He didn't, you know. He came in at the tail end. Yeah. You know when they already had that TV come. Well, no, they, they came were... before that. He came before the, the TNN deal. Yeah, slightly before that. Slightly yeah. before it, but. That was the tail end. He didn't make ECW. You're right. You know what I mean? I'm thinking of guys who made ECW. And that's really what you got to do. I mean, you might as well put CW Anderson in there then. <laughs> All right. So I know for our next list, we actually have Danny from Dartmouth in the room. Danny, you want to uh, you want to read your list? Sure. All right. Danny's going to come up to the microphone. Danny, who do you have on your ECW Mount Rushmore? So I got Tommy Dreamer, The Sandman, Taz, and Sabu. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Danny. That was perfect. See, Pat, it's not that hard, man. I <laughs> <laughs> no, wouldn't get that. He's, he's going to do it. No, and, and Danny's got some incredible names on this list. Tommy Dreamer. Uh, is this the first? No, no, we had the Sandman on the last list, too. And the Sandman's got to be on this list just because of that entrance, the Enter Sandman. Uh, drinking beers around the arena, pouring beer down people's throats. That was that was part of the show. That was part of the ECW atmosphere. I think if he's on anybody's list, that's the exact reason why he's on that list was his entrance, because I mean his matches were pretty lackluster, if you ask me. Well, he was drunk most of the time. Well, I believe. Yeah. No, he was, but um, you know, like, yeah, the entrance was undeniably great. Probably one of the best entrances ever. Sure. Um, yeah, that's another topic for another time, I sure. guess. I'd hate to be, like, the janitor at the ECW arena having to clean up. You know, all the spilt beer, cigarette butts, and all that. And speaking of which, you know what, let's talk about it. Let's talk about, because I, I know... We're, let's talk about our ECW show experiences. <laughs> I, I know, can't tell my experience. And that's fine, but, you know, <laughs> I'll tell mine. I mean, I remember going to ECW at the Bank Street Armory in Fall River uh, in November of 1998, I believe. And it... I was 12 years old. My uncle Tom brought me there, and it was it was an experience. I mean, I got a bloody shingle from New Jack. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it. But I think the, the the thing that really got me was uh, for that show in particular was seeing Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn before they they had their classic feud on TV. Um, I mean, that was great. Another classic one was uh, uh, Bank Street Armory again. Uh, it was the main event. It was Taz defending the ECW championship against Bubba Ray Dudley. If I remember correctly, it was Bubba that body slammed Taz onto my foot in the bleachers. <laughs> and I, I mentioned this to Taz, oh, a few years back. And, and, you know, he found it humorous, and he, he told me to tell Bubba, but, I mean, Bubba is an intimidating dude. I mean, I met him first, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to say too many words to Bubba. I, I think he's going to twist me into a pretzel, if anything, here. Uh, but do you do you have any... Oh, well, there's, do you remember the, the ECW show at the Bank Street Armory? Uh, Tommy Dreamer, he, swing, he swung from the ropes that were hanging from the ceiling? No, no. No, because, I mean, they had, like, basketball and athletics yeah, yeah. there. And, yeah, he, he untied one of the ropes, and he swung from the rope. And kicked somebody. It might have been Rhino, uh, but yeah. I mean that's that was that's what was so that great. Might have been, about. That was probably one of the, late, the last ones that came around, right? It was in late '99. Yeah, because I don't remember going to the last one, okay. possibly, but I do remember Landstorm. I do remember Skull Von Crush. Skull Von Crush, Big Vito, pretty upset with us. Yeah, he. Uh, us. And uh, I can't, I can't tell tell what he said. Okay, it was a very nice. I understand because Brian's got a family. <laughs> All right, go on. 
right, so Sarah, who do we have next? Next up is Steve from Rhode Island, who gives us Taz, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, and Raven. Two big feuds right there, Taz versus Sabu, Tommy Dreamer versus Raven. Big names we've already discussed. Uh, but let's let's actually talk a little bit about Taz. I mean, Taz, like we said, transformed from the Taz Maniac to the Human Suplex Machine. Uh, he, he formed the whole... whole ugh, wow, tongue-tied here. The whole Team Taz. Um, War Machine, man. War Machine. War by, Machine. Oh, man. God, what a song. Coming out to that. That was great. Kiss. Kiss yeah. War Machine. And then Harry Slash, the, the ECW, I guess, in... Studio musician. It's amazing how um, those songs are so fitting for those. those that's guys. the next thing on my list. Is let's that's talk about crazy. the ECW music. The music. Yes. I mean that that was another reason to watch ECW was yes. to hear the, the hit music. It was almost like a radio show. Rob every Zombie, week. You know, White Zombie, White Zombie. Even like when they their promotional videos for their oh. their tapes and their merchandise. Absolutely, Alice in Chains with a big fix. Desperado for Terry Funk. Desperate. I don't care. <laughs> All right. That song that will so always fitting. make me cry. <laughs> It was so fitting. What else? Oh, the, uh... What am, what am I thinking here? Uh, I don't know you that well, but... <laughs> Did you get November that? Rain. Oh, the November, November Rain November. videos every year. Man, yes. November Rain kicked on. It's like, I gotta get the tape. Did you get the CD when it came out? Yeah, of course. The one with the Bob Wire on Sandman. Oh, Sandman. that was excellent. I had yeah, Motorhead yeah. doing it through Sandman. Bruce Dickinson, the zoo. The zoo, man. Oh, I God. like Bruce Dickinson's zoo better than the original, yep. to be honest. Totally agree. That's my opinion. Totally agree. Okay, Sarah, who's next? The Mount Rushmore submitted to us by Hunter LNR has some familiar names. Tommy Dreamer, the Sandman, RVD, and Shane Douglas. Yeah, I mean, it, it, for one thing, I just want to mention, I mean... We're gonna we're gonna get the same name a lot. Well, that's what I'm looking forward to, though. I'm look because we are getting the same name a lot, but I want to see at the end who rises to the top. Oh yeah, because they, 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 I mean, they, just looking at it, these people are racking up. Yeah, because I mean, some people are neck and neck right now. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, what if there's a tie. We haven't run into that problem yet. Uh, not yet, but I, I think it's gonna work in our favor this week. Spoiler: no. there's a tie. Do our votes count? No, no. Our votes are never going to count. Why I don't they not count, though? I don't think they should count. Why? Because. I'm a person. I understand you're a person. I matter. You know, we're asking the people, and we're, we're like the curators here. So let's, oh, you know. Right. I don't know. That's that's my opinion. That's so that was Hunter Eleanor, my literal bro. Uh, so yeah, Sam and, uh, and Hunter is younger. Hunter wasn't able to attend an ECW show. However, Hunter has seen the Sandman's entrance live. At McCoy Stadium a few years back, uh, Brian, were you at that show? I wasn't at that show. You weren't at that show. I weren't. No, it was you. You were. You, <laughs> no, I, were, I was not. You, you I was not. He was not. No, you and Pat went to that show. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Pat came with my family, I believe. Did you? Was that the one? No, no, I don't think so. No, there was another night you didn't go for another reason. I think you were working. Who, me? Yeah, you. That's all right, Sarah. Who do we have next? Next up, we have Cashman in Plymouth, who votes for the Sandman, Sabu, RVD, and Tommy Dreamer. I know Cashman was a big ECW fan as well. And, you know, seeing these four names here, Sandman, Sabu, RVD, Dreamer, I probably should have read them in a different order, but it just reminds me of my personal favorite year. Well, oh boy. I was going to say my favorite year of ECW is 1997, but I think 1996 might be my favorite year. But those four names made the summer of... 1997, so much fun on ECW TV. You had Jerry Lawler invading. How uh, can you remember this stuff, though? I mean, I like 96, 97, 98. It all runs together for me. I don't remember when Jerry Lawler was on well, Brian, ECW TV. I happen You're to sick. R- You're a sick person. I happen to run a, uh, a YouTube channel where I, no, I, know. I run through wrestling companies year by year. I haven't gotten <laughs> to ECW yet, but I have to watch this stuff ad nauseum. Alright, who do we have next, Sarah? Shep from Shepland, who votes for Sabu, RVD, The Sandman, and a new name tonight, the hardcore legend, Terry Funk. Well, it's about by God time that you mentioned the hardcore legend, Terry Funk. My horse wasn't even sick this week, and I came here to be on the God dang Mount Rushmore of ACW. But really, it's, it's good to see Terry Funk's name on this list, I mean. I agree. The grandfather, the grandfather of ECW. Oh, I agree. Definitely could see Terry Funk's name on a list, not on mine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean Terry Funk, hardcore legend, 
all those hard fought matches from man Japan. that build up to barely legal barely legal oh, born man. to be wired born to be there wired. are some who say with <laughs> <laughs> the promo the barbed wire match between Sabu and Terry Funk is too extreme even for ECW now <laughs> you be the judge and you know what? <laughs> the Phantom of the <laughs> Opera music in the background. Oh, God, I miss it. I miss it all. Listen, as a kid, right? I'm thinking, and it was like $35 for that yeah. tape. It was expensive. It was. And I'm like, I'm going to pay $35 for one match? Because I thought that was the only match on that tape. Oh. <laughs> like, I didn't know. But you know what? I still paid the $35 for it. It was legendary. And I was, uh-huh. It was legendary. It was legendary. They built it up. But I was so happy there was other matches, and I didn't pay $35 for nothing. Right. I may as well have, so I think the card sucked. Well, but didn't have RVD, Tommy Dreamer. Did they fight on that show? I have no idea, but I oh, don't okay. remember it being very good. Do you have a favorite ECW match? Um, man, that's that's a tough one. I think, and I don't know. I mean, I do know why. Eliminators, Dudley Boys, barely legal because it was just. I love the Eliminators. Mm. Dudley Boys are such good heels. Oh, the best. And man, didn't that best. didn't that match kick off Barely Legal? It was the first match on Barely Legal. Yes. Yeah, man. It's, yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, the ring was so loud. Yes. It, oh, it was great. And the, the crowd was electric. You know. Yep. And it wasn't even that good of a match. I don't think. I mean, for what it was, it was a good. It was a good opening match. Right. For... Well, it was ECW. Like you yeah. knew the Eliminators. There were staples. The Lee Boys were staples. You couldn't have asked for a better you know, opening match, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I. My match, I already mentioned, was the, the Terry Funk-Sabu barbed wire match, but I also loved uh, the RVD-Jerry Lynn series. That's one of my favorites. And another match that really sticks out is the double dog collar match with the Pitbulls against Raven and Stevie Richards. It was the night that Tommy Dreamer finally got to pin Raven. However, Bill Alfonso came out and said that the pin didn't count. And uh, 911 came out, finally got the choke slam. Bill Alfonso... It was, to me, for that time, 1995 ECW, that was the pinnacle. I, I think that match was the pinnacle right I'm so there. so happy you're good with dates. <laughs> Don't say that. My girlfriend's in the room. <laughs> well, I guess that would be a good thing, then. Okay. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> who do we have next? Next up is Mike Wolverine, who gives us another vote for some names that have become pretty much a running theme here. The Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, and Sabu. And another vote for Ter- Terry Funk. Yahoo! Let's all rally behind the Funker! Um, so yeah, I mean, we've, we've got Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, Sabu, Terry Funk. That's That might be the Team Extreme right there. You never know. Uh, let's keep rolling here. Who do we have next, Sarah? The Blue Lou votes for Sabu, Paul Heyman, RVD, and the Dudleys. So we've, we've got the Dudleys rule in effect here. And another vote right here for Paul Heyman. That's, uh... <laughs> you can't argue that. And then Sabu and RVD... Uh, two great, you know, two of the greatest tag teams in ECW right there, Sabu and RVD and the Dudley Boys. So the Blue Lou knows what he's talking about. You can't have a tag team. I know. That's all right. I know. That's our fault. Well, all right, can I just, we can I just, can I just say something, though? Like, you can quick. say anything you want. You got a microphone, no, saying, pal. Right, right. We're like, live, pal. <laughs> let the people chime in. Like, if you're listening to the podcast, all right, we want to know who we are for is. Um, we want to, like, are who you are for are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, like we want to know who you know who your four are, and just get it out there. Give us a list. Let's have some debate on the comments section, man. Um, you know, let's. Ha ha ha! That's a good story, Brian. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> well, no, I don't care. I mean, whatever. <laughs> no, it would be. It and would if, be good. And if it's be criticism, good. constructive criticism is better than no criticism, I guess. Yeah, please be constructive. Be safe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> if you like, if you agree that a tag team should be up there as just you know a tag team and make four, then let us know. You know, okay. I change my mind. You're very passionate about this. I like that. No, I, I am because yeah. it's five. You're going with five guys when it's a Mount Rushmore of four. Yes. Do you see what I'm I saying? Know. So, I know. T- so now, what, what are we gonna get? Like a George Washington, Teddy Roosevelt split head? Well, exactly. Them, you know, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. So instead of Dudley Boys, yeah. why not put Joel Gertner up there? Oh. Because, oh, I mean, he kind, of, our arms. he kind of made the Dudley Boys, right? Sure. Sure, but, I mean, he was a good hype man for the Dudley Boys. Bubba. I think Bubba. Oh, Bubba, my God. I mean, yeah, he had guys climbing the guardrails. Yeah, guys are, you know. People trying to fight him. I mean, Even at those shows he went to, there was a guy that tried to fight him. Remember? Absolutely, took a swing. Yeah, man. Sarah, who's next? 
Next up, we have Bobby on the Beat, whose list consists of Shane Douglas, Tommy Dreamer, The Sandman, and RVD. Yep. And uh, one thing I can notice there, RVD's name is piling up votes here. Piling up votes here. Yep. Do you actually, do you have a favorite ECW moment? We talked about matches. Do you have a favorite ECW moment? I, yeah, I do, I guess. Would you like no, to share it? No, I can't. You can, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not talking about going to shows. I mean, oh, in general, watching oh. ECW, was there a moment that stood out to you? Like, oh, for example, Tommy Dreamer taking the chair and just decimating it over Raven's head in the in the steel cage. I liked when Sabu smashed that bottle over the Sandman's head. Oh, yes. And he was out for so long with the eye, you know, yes. the eye injury. Then yeah, that was great. Back, and he, like, didn't he stay at home and stuff? Like, he didn't go out or anything for that storyline, didn't he? Yeah, and uh, I know he didn't for the uh, the Tommy Dreamer one. Oh, it was that so one? I, I I think it was that one. All right. I'm gonna have to. Uh... But even still, I mean, when he came out of nowhere with that bottle and snatched it oh, over yeah. his head, that was that was good shit. It was a it was a great moment. Even, jeez, I'm thinking of more moments here. I mean, Tommy Dreamer knocking Brian Lee off the scaffold through all the tables. Yeah, man. And even before that, uh, Brian Lee choke slapping Tommy Dreamer off off of the. Uh, the uh, the eagle's nest through all the tables. I well, mean, I was on Extreme Warfare Volume One or Two. I'm not uh, sure. The scaffold match. I want to say Volume Two. Was it volume two? I think it was Volume Two. Had Kimona on it. Had that on it. I think it would. Uh, Jericho. Was it Jericho Sabu or Jericho RVD? I couldn't tell you, man. All right. Well, I own the tape. And I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, ECW has some killer moments. I mean, what about the time that Beulah revealed that? She was pregnant with Tommy oh, Dreamer's Tommy. baby. It's not yours, it's Tommy's. Oh, yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> and what about the time that Shane Douglas revealed that Beulah was cheating on Tommy Dreamer and Raven with another woman? <laughs> ECW was certainly Dreamer. extreme. Okay, Sarah, who do we have next? We have JC from EP, and unsurprisingly, he has on his list Tommy Dreamer, Sandman, Sabu, and Taz. Hey, no RVD on that one. Ain't that interesting? But yeah, I mean, the kings of extreme—they're—they're they're piling up. We're starting to see who's separating from the pack here. And uh, I am. Uh, so you weren't lying. I my guy's not on the list yet. Not yet. No, he, he's not on at all. all. No, nope. that's, that's the he does not make the list at all. And I think when people hear it, I think they're going to agree with you. I don't know. I, I really. Think, do. I think there's going to be a lot of haters because just well, you'll find out. But. But I remember, be a lot of these lists are personal lists. No, and so your, your exactly. own opinions. Right, no, it is my opinion. Nobody's wrong here. With a tear in my eye. With a tear in my eye. Oh, no, you're talking about shit. <laughs> I'm talking about flair over here. Okay, Sarah, who do we have next? Next up, we have a Simon from the Naked High. RVD, Taz, Mike Awesome, and Raven. Wow, Mike Awesome. What do you think about Mike Awesome, Brian? I like it. Yeah, that, that one surprised me. Yeah, man, that did surprise me. Yeah, I don't know so I, it's funny because I had been I had been getting in touch with the, the whole band, the Naked High, who highly recommended, um, and they they told me you might want to get in touch with our singer Simon because he's the wrestling guy. So I was I was fortunate enough to hear from him today, and I was able to get that list from Simon personally today. And yeah, to see Mike Awesome's name on the list, that war with Masato Tanaka, and even the matches that he had with Spike Dudley. Whew. Right, I mean, two wow. smaller guys they could throw around, but that was, that's right in his wheelhouse. I mean, that's what you want to feed him. And I mean, that was his that was his atmosphere, because then he went to WCW, he went to WWE. They didn't really know how to utilize him properly. But I thought that 70s guy was awesome. Oh, uh, well, all right. I, <laughs> no, I spoke um, too soon. <laughs> no, Mike Awesome, he wasn't there in the beginning, and that's why he's not on mine, but, man, he was so imposing. He was the big dude. Yep. Who just and like you said that those with Masato Tanaka throwing them through the tables and the chairs. It was unreal. It was so violent. But you know what? You got to give Masato Tanaka a lot of credit for those matches too. Oh, oh absolutely, absolutely. And it, uh, he was great for a little guy. Oh, he was. No he, offense, to little guys. <laughs> and both of those two uh, were FMW legends before yep. they came to ECW. Their feud started in FMW, and they were tearing it up in Japan before they were tearing it up over here. And I, unfortunately, Mike Awesome is no longer with us, but Masato Tanaka is. And amazingly, he's still going. He's still is wrestling. He really? Still wrestling. Jeez, he's 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 trim now. Like he's he's very lean, uh, but he's he's still going out there. Uh, Sarah, hit me with another list. 
Our next submission comes to us from the LJN Whisperer Zorro Mendez, RVD, The Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, and the Dudleys. Uh, you're not gonna like this, Brian. You're not uh, gonna I like this. I He's don't. got five on his list. Can you imagine if they made LJN ECW figures? Can I, can I just stop you right there? Yeah, sure. It's pick your four. I know. If you want to be technical, four. if you want to be technical, according to the theme song, it is choose your four. Choose your four. Wait, but, it, you know, <laughs> it's apples and oranges, you know, just as long as we get four. But I'm not going to hold that against Zorro because he's he's filled up my glass case with more than a few LJNs. And I, I, I mentioned ECW LJNs, but ECW did have a line of action figures. Uh, well, you say that, I say you lined his pockets pretty good. Well, yeah, Zoro. <laughs> I probably send Zoro on a vacation. Zoro yeah. loves you. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but th- did you have any of the ECW action figures? Yeah, I had a few of them. Yeah, I mean they were. I think it got like the first, se- the first two series. Yeah. And then it got out of hand after that, and they came out the same. It was the same figures. They right? did have what repaints. A lot of repaints. Yeah. yeah. Cheap bastards. Yep. Well, hey, it is what it is. It was. It was, and you know, that's another question I have, so we might as well just talk about it right now. What made ECW different from other wrestling promotions? I mean, my answer to that is the underdog mentality. You wanted to see this little engine that could promotion make it on a shoestring budget amongst these titans of WWF and WCW. It was that. Um, And it was definitely relatable to a lot of indie wrestlers around, like, you know, around the United States. I mean, they're watching these guys come and wrestle in a bingo hall. A lot of the indie wrestlers, they wrestled in VFW halls and Knights of Columbus halls, armories, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, High school gyms. It was relatable. They wanted to see this company make it because, you know what, that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to make it themselves. And they were realizing it. And you could tell a lot of these guys, they were changing the same moldy, musty locker rooms that they were. Mm, You know, one bathroom, you know, ladies probably sharing the restrooms. I have heard horror stories about the ECW arena bathroom. I I mean, I've heard a lot of horror stories about the ECW arena, but specifically the bathroom. And the fact that it wasn't air-conditioned in some shows would get like 110 degrees in there. We've been to some of those shows. (laughs) Yeah, you know what we have. Uh But that's what I'm saying. Like, we go and support our our indie guys around the area. You know, and that was cool because... Technically, that was an indie company. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, yeah. NWA, they broke off from the NWA, mm-hmm. ECW. Thanks to Shane Douglas throwing down that belt. Right. All right. Sarah, who do we have? Next, we have Screaming Bullseye Aaron Fowler. He votes for The Sandman, Taz, RVD, and Sabu. So we have another submission from Screaming Bullseye who makes the awesome ECW busts. Um, I, <laughs> I might have some... Uh, the busts that I have, those guys might end up on the Mount Rushmore. I mean, surely RVD and Sandman, at least. Uh, Raven Raven doesn't seem to be picking up as many votes as I expected. But, hey, there can only be four, right, Brian? Only four. All right. Sarah, who do we have? Up next is Nikki Homicide, who votes for RVD, Tommy Dreamer, Sabu, and the Sandman. Okay, Nikki Homicide, the first friend that I ever had on this planet, at least has RVD, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, The Sandman. We have seen this list many times from multiple people, and it surely looks like a Mount Rushmore to me. Yeah, from what I'm seeing here, and um, that's probably going to be the, the Rushmore in at the end. Um, not my four, but they'll probably be there. I don't know, Ian. Hey, we're going to find out soon enough. Sarah, why don't we keep this train rolling? Next up, we have a submission by Death by Lariat. Uh, Sabu, Tajiri, Rhino, and Jerry Lynn. Yes, all right. So we have three names on this list that are introduced to the, the grand scheme of things by Death by Lariat, who sells some incredible, incredible shirts. You really need to check them out. Uh, they, and that's on Instagram. soft style? Is every shirt he puts out soft style? Well, I think it's a matter of preference, Brian. Oh, so you can choose. I think it's a matter of preference. But Tajiri, Rhino... Jerry Lynn, three guys from the tail end of ECW who certainly tore it up. I mean, to Jerry, excellent feud with Super Crazy. Jerry Lynn, excellent feud with RVD, went on to win the ECW championship. And then you have Rhino, who was the final ECW champion from the original incarnation of ECW. What are your thoughts on those three names? That's a list comprised of um, 
just someone who's just a fan of those talents. The really. workhorses. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously their personal favorites of his, because when you think ECW, I don't think Tajiri. Um, he does. That's fine. Um, I don't think Rhino, which yeah, he was good in ECW. Is that hell of a hand? Is what, as they say, is that what they say? That is what they say. And who was the last one? Uh, Jerry, Jerry Lynn. Lynn. Jerry Lynn. Great matches with RVD, man. I mean, you can't deny those. Oh, what about the match between him and Steve Carino, where Carino was just bleeding buckets? And yeah, man. Jerry Lynn dipped his finger in the blood and wrote "Die" on his belly. That was that was an iconic moment. That was a great moment. Whew, Jerry that, Lynn was a great talent, but was I don't think of ECW. I don't think Jerry Lynn. When I think ECW. Okay. My point. That's fair enough. Do you have a favorite feud from ECW? Uh, I know we discussed RVD know, Sandman. We did, we did. It, like mine is Oh, I'm Sandman. sorry, I said RVD Sandman. Raven Sandman. Raven, Sandman. Uh, Raven Dreamer. Sabu Sandman. We Sabu Sandman, Sandman, yep. But you know what, man? I know I, I called him a botch machine. Botch, you know, he botches everything. But Sabu and RVD, before they became a tag team, you know, those were cool, Excellent. I thought. Um, and it wasn't like, it wasn't a major feud when you think back of ECW. You're not really going to think of that feud. But I don't know, man, I... I enjoyed it. Yeah. I like the Eliminators, Dudley Boys. Those were cool. Mm-hmm. The Gangsters really didn't feud with anybody, right? Well, the Gangsters, they, they somewhat did. Yeah, somewhat with the Eliminators uh, at, the, at the end of 96, and right. then with the Dudleys at the beginning of 97. Um, then, you know. Right. RVD, Jerry Lynn. I mean, oh, that feud was awesome. Legendary. That feud was awesome because of the wrestling. You yes. Got the, you know, yes. you got that technical stuff. You hey, got speaking of which, what about Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko? Just based on their string of matches alone. Yeah, you know what? Um, honestly, like I've heard those matches were great. I've seen, I've seen them. Yeah. Um, not all of them, but I that feud, I really didn't. I don't know. I didn't know much about ECW at the time of that feud, and I really didn't take the time to go back and watch it. Yeah. Another another feud just came to mind was uh, Shane Douglas and the Pitbulls. Yeah. Shane du- oh man, Pitbull right. won with in, a, in the, the halo. halo. Man, that was Shane awesome. Douglas shaking the halo. Yes. The arena going berserk. Yes. The locker room going berserk. That that is a must see ECW moment right there. See now you want me to, you get me to want to talk about ECW moments. That's that's part of what makes the show interesting. You know, remember like, Al Snow with the head. Of course. They all they threw all the heads in the, the mannequin foam heads. Of that course. Awesome. What a sight to see. Uh, okay, I'm losing track here. Sarah, who do we have next? The Mount Rushmore from The Great Haru has Terry Funk, Sabu, Tab- Tommy Dreamer, and The Sandman. All right, The Great Haru, the great t-shirt designer, The Great Haru, a good friend of Terry Funk. I'm not surprised to see Terry Funk on Haru's list. Um, and then we have Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, Sandman. All right, I'm just going to spoil this right now. I did get a submission from Tommy Dreamer for this list. However, his response was, that mountain isn't extreme enough. So, okay. That mountain w- isn't extreme enough? Yeah, he said the, the mountain isn't extreme enough. The, the oh, like to, to handle... To handle the... the so, in other topic. words, if, if his Mount Rushmore was put up there, it would crumble down into pieces. I would think so, in extreme fashion. Right. Well, yes. no, because it's not extreme enough to crumble down in extreme fashion. Oh, yeah, well, oh, whoa. Oh. That's controversial. That's controversial. I don't want to get too too into that one. Uh, okay, I'm just going to point to Sarah, and Sarah's going to read the next one. Jesse Hernandez of Urban Aztec brings us RVD, The Sandman, Sabu, and the Dudleys. We've, we've definitely seen this list oh. before. And yes, Jesse Hernandez of Urban Aztec. Go to Foot Action. Buy his line of WWE shirts there. He's got some great designs out there. Uh, Brian, I saw you groaning. I already know why. Nice. I'm going to keep saying that ad nauseum, and, you know, it's just tag team again. I know. You know, take one of those guys out and just put both Lully Boys on there, then. I, I know. I'd rather that happen. Hey, did you ever did you ever play any of the ECW video games? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> those were bad. Yeah, I mean, they were just... And they were made by Acclaim, weren't they? Like, yeah, they, they just took the Warzone? engine from the WWF games, like Warzone and Attitude, and just, like, redid the skins on the characters. Yeah, that was awful. Ugh, yeah, unfortunately. I was really pumped because I just supported anything ECW did, from the video games, the figures, the magazines, uh, the VHS tapes. Hey, hunk at yourself. Um, did you buy any of, like, the, the compilation DVDs when they came out? Which ones? 
Uh, you know, uh, I believe it was Pioneer Entertainment came out with like compilations that were actually sold in stores. No, I didn't. Oh no, I don't even know what you're talking about. So. Oh really? <laughs> oh no, they were they were good. It was a good like retrospective of like the best of ECW. They they were at least like a few, um, a few lists, a few lists, a few DVDs of like certain events, um, you know, things here and there. Um, what were your thoughts when ECW died? What was it? Oh. It was crushing, like, wasn't it? Yeah, it, 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 it did suck, but you, mean, you saw the writing on the wall. It was on like support. But they went to TNN. Yeah. And that's, that's what it. sucks, because Heyman had a vision. He he did what he set out to do. Yeah. He got on pay-per-view. He got huge. Then he got too big for his britches, I guess. Yeah, I think I mean, he, he aimed too high. He but how do you aim too high? Like, I don't get how that happened, to be honest with you. They had a TV deal, what, the network wasn't supporting but the them? But mo- the money just wasn't there. The advertising wasn't there. Um, you know, the, for, for whatever reason, people weren't yeah. just content with WWF being the number one. They were even giving up at WCW at that point. Oh, yeah, WCW was done. Too. It's, you know... It, it was sad, but it wasn't... It was sad. It was, it was sad, but it wasn't RECW already. That's true. When it went down. That's you know? true. It, it was an end of an era, indeed. And... Uh, Makes you wonder. And what. then when they tried bringing it back, and WWE tried bringing it back. I was gonna bring that up. That the reunion shows. Worse. Yeah. Well, I, I I think the first reunion pay per view was excellent. Oh no! The, the yeah, the reunion pay per view was great. And but then, I'm talking about when they brought it back to Sci Fi. Yeah. Yeah. It man, was. It. It. They. No. They it was a failure. It, oh God! If only what could have been. What could have been. No, you're right. Those reunion pay per views were good. Yeah. The one night stand. The, yeah, the one night stand that happened what three four times. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, who do you have next? Package Piledriver T-shirt submits Paul Heyman, Sabu, Terry Funk, and Shane Douglas. That's a hell of a list right there. Sabu, Terry Funk, Shane Douglas, the three guys that kind of put ECW on the map with that one match, that that 60-minute classic. Um, and then Paul Heyman, the guy who put the whole thing together. So, you know, can't argue with that list. Uh, let's keep going, Sarah. Who do we have next? Grudge Match Brand gives us Tommy Dreamer, RVD, Rhino and Taz. Okay, yeah, Grudge Match Brand. They, um, you know them. You, you know them, kind of, Brian. You know the uh, the shirt I wear. It's the the Jushin Liger uh, mask mashed up with the Motorhead yep, logo. I, I got that. I got that as a T-shirt and a tank top, and uh, I I love it. I I love that design. So thank you, Grudge Match Brand. Um, I believe of the dead design that design there. But, um, but yeah, Tommy Dreamer, RVD, Rhino, Taz. So Rhino, with another vote. I mean, come on, the, the last ECW champion. There is certainly respect for for the new effing show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, before we get to the final submission this week. Already? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had I'm some fun here. Huh? having fun. <laughs> okay, so. Is there anybody that you would have liked to have seen in ECW that didn't quite make the cut? Or even somebody, you know, from history that you, you think should have been on the roster? What do you, like, from uh, like a WWE type of deal? Sure. Anybody. I mean, anybody. Any, anyone who could have... Anybody. Could be Gorgeous George. Could be anybody. Oh, wow. Like, so, in the original ECW that we're talking about... Yes. From 90, what, 93 to 98? 99... Well, no, ECW went out of business in 2001. No, I'm talking about RECW, Ian. Like, the, the prime Okay, ECW. okay, I see what you're saying. You I, see what I'm saying? The, the, like, the pinnacle of ECW. I would have liked to have seen CM Punk there. I, yeah, I totally agree with that. Right? CM Punk should have And I know you're not a CM end. Punk fan. I know. Um, I know you don't really like him, but... But, man, I mean, can you come imagine on. CM Punk in ECW? CM Punk. Good Lord. Uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, yep. American Dragon, whatever you want to call I I can talk louder than you, motorcycle... Um, <laughs> you're gonna need to catch our muffler facts. Uh, what the heck were we talking about? Oh, who would they have liked to have seen? Yeah, uh, yeah, American Dragon, Spanky. I would have loved to have seen in ECW. Uh, the SAT, Amazing Red. See, Spanky, they would have used that as a Spike Dudley type. Um, even though Spike I Dudley, could... no, I like Spike Dudley for what well, it was. Spike was great for his act. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, man, Spike, yeah, Spike Dudley was great, man. But I, th- I think they could have done some good stuff with Spanky as well. I mean, much smaller than a lot of the guys. Yeah. Well, then again, ECW's roster was a bit smaller, um, which is not a knock on anybody. Right. 
Uh, but yeah, I would have liked to have seen those guys. And even going back further, I would have loved to have seen Bruiser Brody in ECW. I would have liked to have seen more Hayabusa in ECW. Uh, yeah, you know, and I had so much hope for that match, that RVD and Sabu versus Hayabusa. Oh yeah, and Hakushi, Shinsai, Shinseki. Yeah, yeah. And Heat Wave. Yeah, like I, and I thought it was gonna be a lot better than what it was. Oh, you're, you're yeah. not a fan of that match. I am because yeah. of who, who's in the match. Yeah, I do. I love the match because of who's in the match. You know, but I had so like so many more expectations for it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Can you imagine if they made an ECW movie? That'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? Can you imagine the soundtrack? Soundtrack would be awesome. They'd have to get, like, Martin Scorsese to direct it. <laughs> because, I mean, that would be right at Paul Heyman's alley as well. But that's what made ECW, too, was the music. The music? Yeah. And, I mean, just the story of Paul Heyman running this company basically out of his parents' basement, yeah, essentially. Yeah, well, we on the mat, right? I mean, that's... Yeah. That, commentary in his basement. Yeah, I mean... Having the wrestlers answer phones for a... You know, catalog all it is. Absolutely. All right, well... We have one more submission on this list. And when I got this message, I was, oh my god, I I was very humbled. Uh, I was shocked. And I am proud to tell you that this Mount Rushmore has just gotten franchised. Because I got a list from the franchise, Shane Douglas. Sarah, let's read who he has on his list. He has himself. Of course. Sabu, RVD, and Terry Funk. Yeah. The franchise Shane Douglas, Brian. What do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, and why not put himself on the list? He deserves um, to be there. Absolutely. Like I said before, what's his name? It's the franchise. The franchise. How is the franchise not going to put the franchise on his own list? And, uh, again, he puts Sabu and Terry Funk, the two people that were involved in that classic triple threat match that he was in as yeah. well. And he puts RVD, who was arguably the most... Ex- well... Here's, here's, a, here's a question here. Is RVD the most successful wrestler post-ECW? Yes. I, like, I would say hands so, right? down, I right? Even, yeah, I can't even think of a close second. Yeah. All right. Now, we're going to give our lists now. But our lists are not going to count. We've already we've already said that. You know, this, this is for you people use, out there. Use guys. Use guys. So... Brian, who is on your personal ECW Mount Rushmore? All right, so I'm going to go. Number one is going to be, well, number one, period, Shane Douglas. And for reasons I've mentioned before, I'm not going to get into it anymore. I know uh, I want to wrap up here soon. Uh, Raven is going to be on my list. Taz is going to be on my list. And these are guys I'm I'm listing off here. uh, When I think ECW, these are the guys I think about, you know. Raven's song was awesome. Shane Douglas's, you know, coming out to... Uh, oh, Deep Purple. Deep Purple. Perfect Strangers. Man, come on, you know. Awesome. Awesome Taz, entrance music. Like, all these... Ent- and the Sandman, like, he's not... The Sandman's not on my list. But that entrance was probably the best entrance in wrestling. Yeah, next you know? to The Undertaker, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but ECW didn't have that presentation that WWE has. Right. They don't have the pyro. They don't have the lights. They don't have the smoke, you know. And yeah. for Sandman to come out with a beer and just, you know, here, cigarette, cigarette smashing on his head into Sandman. All right, he's not on my list. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> my number four, yep. Joey Styles, um, the voice of ECW, one man announced team. Give me a break. And Unheard he kept of. you. He kept you intrigued. You know, you were intrigued watching it when he was calling the matches. He he kept you invested in the matches. Um, yeah, man, I think Joey Styles deserves to be there. Sure, and uh, maybe you know. Maybe hearing the name and people can look back and say, "Yeah, you know what? Um, he does deserve to be there." I hope I I've changed some minds, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess Sandman would have been there if he wasn't there. Oh, but I, I can't do that because it's five guys. No, yeah. Joey Styles, Raven, <laughs> Douglas, Taz, Joey Styles, and I I had heard. Uh, well, I'm gonna let you guess who said it. He said. The most important person in your company is the commentator. I think that was Terry Funk. Oh, yeah? Uh, Oh, wow. All right, so I'm going to give you my Mount Rushmore. Um, It is Terry Funk. Terry Funk, like I said, the grandfather of ECW. He really helped ECW get to that next level. Then you have Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas made ECW extreme. Throwing down the NWA title was just such a turning point in the industry. 
ushered in that new era. Uh, just brash, arrogant, such a great character. Um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna complete that trifecta right there with Sabu. Sabu was a huge attraction for ECW, and absolutely deserves to be on. Well, at least my Mount Rushmore. And then the fourth person, the heart and soul of ECW, Tommy Dreamer. But like I said, it's not our lists that count, Brian. Sarah, will you hit us with a steel chair, a garbage can, or hopefully just with the stats? I'll go with the stats. Oh, thank you. Uh, we have a very clear Mount Rushmore this episode. All right. With 16 votes is RVD, followed up with a triple tie between Sabu, a Sandman... A three-way dance, if you will. Between Sabu, <laughs> Sandman... <laughs> It'll take me three times to get it out. <laughs> Sabu, the Sandman, and Tommy Dreamer. Followed up uh, with seven votes, Taz. Another three-way tie with five votes each, Shane Douglas, Terry Funk, and the Dudleys. Then Paul Heyman with three votes, Raven with three. Followed up with Rhino with two. Wow. Can I see this list? 16 votes for RVD. All right, so... 16 for RVD, 13 yep. for Sabu. 13 for Sandman, 13 for... So that's our Mount so Rushmore. That's not even my... Not one guy... Not one guy from your Mount Rushmore is, made it? Is oh, on that, is that, it's wow. on the top of Mount But look at that. It's, it's a clear cut. It's RVD, Sabu, the Sandman, and Tommy Dreamer. That is our Mount Rushmore of ECW. That just goes to show how, uh, how many stars they actually made. You know? And this is extreme. <laughs> that's not what I was going to say, what I was going to say was, this is a heck of a list of who made up the history of ECW. It is also extreme. But, um, no, this was fun. And this was this was my, of, of all, all three shows that we've done so far, this has been my favorite one. Uh, just because it, it's, it's personal. I mean, ECW was, it, to be a wrestling fan during that time, and just to be rooting for the number three company, promotion and just seeing everything that they were just trying to accomplish and then the, the the things that they did accomplish it was just it was just a fun time to be a wrestling fan yeah of course i mean this was the prime time to be a wrestling fan because we were just getting started with uh the attitude era in wwe and they took a ton a ton of ecw ideas oh yes uh, a ton of ecw talent you know the dudley boys going there taz going there um you know it was, it was, it was the best time to be a wrestling fan. I mean, I think the best time to be a wrestling fan was in the 80s, early 90s, because, you know, of my love for Hogan and all those guys. But being a teenager, you couldn't have asked mm. for a better time. Yeah, and while, I mean, we didn't even talk about the woman of ECW, probably. Yes. We probably shouldn't talk about the woman of ECW <laughs> because, you know, we might uh, offend any children out there or parents of those children. But the, the woman of ECW were a very integral part of the company. Uh, like I said, you're a teenager, so mm -hmm. even with, not even just ECW, like the women of WWE at Sable and mm -hmm. you know those ladies. But that's ECW, gonna be an eventual list. We'll, it will. It we will. will. Um, but yeah, Bueller and Francine. We didn't Kamora. even talk about Bueller and Fonzie, the bloodbath. Yes. Oh, Fonzie. Oh dude. boy, we can. Fonzie could have been another one on the list. Wait, you want to just do an ECW podcast from now on? Yes. Maybe we'll just talk about ECW. <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> All right. Well. I want to thank everybody that contributed to uh, to this awesome list this week. I want to thank our live studio audience that we have here, and I want to thank all of you out there for listening. It's uh, it's really cool to see the the views that we're getting. I mean, you know, we're just starting out, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see the people that are listening and uh, and supporting the show. And you can support the show by, you know, going on to Instagram, square.circle.history. Friend us on there. Go on to YouTube. Subscribe to Squared Circle History. Uh, this podcast is now available on all major streaming platforms. I mean, you can get us. You can get us on iTunes. You can get us on Spotify. If you want to go through Google, if you want to go through Amazon, ask Alexa. Uh, or you can just join us here on YouTube because sometimes I put some pretty cool pictures up while you're going through it. Um, so, Brian, any last thoughts? No, nah, man. Um, I just want you know thank everyone for the support who is supporting us. Um, and like you said, we're just starting out, and hopefully we're bringing some sort of entertainment, enjoyment to someone out there. Even if it's just one person. Pat. Pat <laughs> R, uh, the superstar. But no, I mean, no, thanks everyone. Alright, so, for Brian. 
Alright, have a good night, guys, till the next time. And for Sarah. Have a good one. This is Ian from Squared Circle History saying, Good night.